Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace case, if you know me and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- the Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will mm. sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate- some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knutson crushes only 100% real ingredients so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in um, Three Body Problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums, as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact... Mm. They have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back. No questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. 
It's the game of roses. Welcome to the game of roses. This is the game of roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and today is Monday. So you know that this is going to be an in-depth examination of one of the most crucial components of our beloved game that you can only hear the full version of on patreon.com slash Game of Roses. <laughs> today, we are going to be talking about something in depth that we talk about kind of at a surface level. We're going to really drill down into it because it's a major part of the game. We're going to be talking about the producers. We're talking about the third audience. There are specific people who have ushered in these different eras of our beloved game, contributing to making it the behemoth that it is today and ultimately they have control of the game the players can play but the producers are building that field they're setting the rules and in many ways contemporary producers are all playing against each other and we've seen producers take more and more control over everything that happens in the game especially in the past few seasons where you know, we see it culminating in what happened in season 25. Yeah, we have professional players who understand the ins and outs of all the various components of the game. But the producers are doing things now, like bringing in five players middle of the season, bringing in Heather Martin, doing things like forcing people to turtle by cutting dates in half, not airing halves of dates. These are all massive decisions that affect not only how we view the show, but how the game is fucking played that are all made by the producers. They are controlling it all. So where did it all begin? Who was the very <laughs> first producer? His name is Michael Fleiss. <laughs> Fleiss was the genesis of this. So let's get into Fleiss. Who is he? Where did he come from? How did he come up with this brilliant and beautiful game, cruel and uncaring in its construction? He was born on April 14th, 1964 in Fullerton, California, also known as the Education Community. That is their motto. He grew up in Fullerton, and he was the first cousin of the so-called Hollywood Madam, Heidi Fleiss. She ran an upscale prostitution ring based in Los Angeles, California. For those who don't know, who may not remember, Heidi Fleiss was huge news. She was all over tabloids, constantly in entertainment news because she had very high profile clients in some cases. And the Hollywood Madam's client list was like a big thing that everybody wanted to know about. And so this is the family. Yeah, she herself became a television personality. And so this is kind of the family. This is, at least in part, some of the environment that is creating the mind that will later give us our beloved game. The Bachelor is obviously by far the most significant thing Fleiss has done in his career, but he did do some other stuff. In the early 90s, he was 
very briefly, a sports journalist. Huh. Fancy that. Just like <laughs> the Dark Lord. What? The people who created this game came from the sports world, as we say constantly. From that, he did a pivot into television, and he started working on hidden camera prank shows. The first show that he was an active major producer in was 1998's Shocking Behavior Caught on Tape, which in a Vanity Fair article in 2003, he said he was proud of it, even though it was, quote, sleazy, disgusting, with a bartender stirring a drink with his penis. So this is how Mike Fleiss (laughs) enters the world of reality television, making content that is, as he describes it, sleazy and disgusting. This is where The Bachelor comes from. Shocking behavior caught on tape. Another... (laughs) possible subtitle for the bachelor and then in 2000 fleiss gets to get another show on the air this is one he created called who wants to marry a multi-millionaire this was a fox network reality show in which a multi-millionaire named rick rockwell ended up marrying the ring winner of that show darva conger on television The show was aired as a single two-hour broadcast on February 15th, 2000, and was hosted by Jay Thomas. And Jay Thomas, for those of you who may not know, was kind of a character actor in the 80s and 90s. He sometimes was like a sitcom dad on a few sitcoms that lasted like half a season. And he very easily could have been Dark Lord Harrison had this show worked out. That mm-hmm. may be what we're watching 20 seasons of All later. Universe. It's totally possible. Instead, that show... By the way, I love this I love this fun fact on the Wikipedia for who wants to wear, marry a multimillionaire. In 2002, TV Guide ranked it number 25 on its TV Guide's 50 worst TV shows of all time list. <laughs> That's because it ended in extreme controversy. It had huge fucking ratings, but... We started to see the bones of The Bachelor in this. It was 50 women competing in a kind of pageant-style competition to be the bride of this multimillionaire, Rick Rockwell, who in the end turned out he wasn't a multimillionaire. They didn't do their vetting. That started way back in this very first iteration of it. (laughs) But ultimately, Darva Conger was his final selection, and they were married on the spot at the end of this two-hour show. and. Then uh, Darva Conger also got a three-carat diamond ring and over $100,000 in prizes over the course of this show. More than 22 million people watched this fucking TV show. Just to give you some example, Matt James was pulling around (laughs) high four-point-something millions and low five-point-something millions. 22 million people watched the show. And granted, it was before streaming and all that kind of stuff, but still huge numbers. It was only a short time after this that Conger appeared on Good Morning America and said, I'm not married to him. In my heart, I'm not married to him. And she said that the marriage was not consummated. So we even get this idea of fantasy suites kind of sprinkled into this early iteration of Bachelor. And that was it. That was the end of it. After the honeymoon, 
Conger got an annulment and she later sold the engagement ring and all the other prizes she won on the show. So this is where we get the clause and the contract that you got to be together for a year to be able to keep that ring because they don't want anybody pulling a Conger. <laughs> Fox canceled the show immediately due to the controversy over Conger saying, this is a fucking sham. I'm not married to this guy. And Fox basically said, we're not going to do anything like this in the future. Obviously, a big fucking mistake by Fox. They kind of tried to kill the dating reality competition show in its infancy here. And obviously, they totally fucked up. They could have had The Bachelor if they would have just let Mike Fleiss do it there. They could have had The Bachelor. By the way, I it appears Darva ended up remarrying and divorcing, but she's now Darva Arellano. And I can't find her Instagram, but her Twitter has 32 followers. And the bio reads, CRNA, budding woodworker, lover of mastiffs and pups, accidental celebrity, and most importantly, mother of Cassius. Hmm. Well, congratulations to Darva. I'm glad she's happy and healthy and, and living her best life. But the show is canceled. It's ended in huge controversy. Fleiss goes back to the drawing board to some degree. And ABC realizes that well, those ratings were good, though. We'll take a shot. What do you got next? And what he got next is a little television program called The Bachelor. He makes it. <laughs> he's he's retooled it into this thing where it's going to be not 50 women, and it's not going to take place over two hours in one episode. It's going to take place over, I believe, season one was six episodes, and shot over the span of a couple of months. And it's going to be in a mansion, and we're going to get a new host, Dark Lord Harrison. And we're going to have all these things laid into it that represent consent. So the rose ceremony was in season one called the invitation ceremony. The bachelor had to invite the players to stay. They then had to agree to do that. So this idea of Darva Conger getting kind of like hoodwinked into all of this is completely eliminated, at least in how they present this new version of it in the bachelor. And then obviously Fleiss Mm -hmm. uh, has gone on to do other stuff. People may not know, he produced the Hostel films, Hostel 1, 2, and 3. He produced the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003 and its prequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. So he's dabbled in a little bit of like horror movie splatter porn kind of uh, genres and film. (laughs) Fleiss originally married his high school sweetheart, Alexander Vorbeck. They were married for 24 years. That ended in 2012. And then he continued his research into the pageant world by marrying former Miss America, Laura Kepler, in April 2014. They had a son. And then in 2015, they filed, he filed for a divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. Fleiss and the Fleisses settled their divorce for $10 million dollars. Uh, Two weeks after allegations of domestic assault, Laura Fleiss withdrew her allegations of assault stemming from an alleged altercation earlier that month at one of their houses in Hawaii. The dispute flared when the pair were arguing about a recent pregnancy. Fleiss in court documents alleged that his wife had deceived him because he was under the impression that she was taking birth control. He said he grabbed her cell phone and left the house which was all captured on security video. In a court declaration, Laura claimed that her recent pregnancy with the couple's second child was the cause of strife in the marriage. 
leading her husband to file for a divorce. When they got married, she says her husband only agreed to have one child. So when she learned she was pregnant for a second time, she claimed in her legal filing that he demanded she get an abortion. She claimed he threatened to divorce her and cut her off financially if she did not terminate her pregnancy. And he said, and she said he told her, next time I see you, I don't want to see your stomach. However, Fleiss said, I have not hurt, attacked, or attempted to physically harm Laura or our child. And he said he took her cell phone because he wanted to make sure she was not having an affair and that the baby she was carrying was his. She wouldn't give him the phone, so he took it out of her hand. And that is the man who created (laughs) the entire game. And he's still involved in it. Not as much as he was in the beginning, obviously, but he still is a part of the show. His name, obviously, is... The first and last thing you see every fucking episode, he's still getting paid for it, certainly. But even creatively, he does oversee some of it. He still will come to casting sometimes when we and we're going to get to how it gets cast in a, in a minute here. But he still is involved. The original idea of this show, a competition dating show to help somebody find love. It still is being presented so the thing that he started in 2002, there's still some version of it that we're seeing now. It has obviously gone through changes and other producers have come in and put their thumb on that scale and pushed it and pulled it. And after Mike Fleiss, the next most significant person that we are about to talk about is really one of the most influential producers in what we have called the experimental era. This is seasons four through 12 where you really start to see the invention of things like first impression roses, even group date roses, one-on-one roses. Those did not exist in the classic era, seasons one through three. It wasn't until four through 12 that you started to see the ante being upped, shooting in New York, having a bachelor live on premises, two bachelors in one season. All of these kinds of experimental things that were going on were the very purposeful designs of one of these producers. And that producer is, there is still over an hour left of this episode, and we get into who this producer is, we get into who the next big producer was that helped to shape the Paradise era, we talk about the different kinds of producers that exist and what their functions are, what their different roles are, we go through a couple of interviews that we found and talk about some of the things that these various producers have revealed over the years, And we even get into some Instagram accounts of some of these producers to see how each of them are presenting their own parasocial identities to us and building relationships, not only with players, ex-players, leads, but even with us parasocially through their Instagram. And if you want to hear all the rest of that, plus I don't even know how many episodes we now have racked up in the Patreon, but there are quite a few as well as videos and live streams that we do every Monday night where we've started on those uh, examining people in the pits, Instagram accounts who want us to take a look at them. And that is super fun. So if you want to join us for any of that, and if you want to hear the rest of this episode, please go to patreon.com slash game of roses and join everybody else down in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. Dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the 
there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit, you can get it in And dig around in all this content It's the pit, come on, admit You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits It's the pit, there's room enough to fit Everyone who wants to come in It's the pit Creams and serums are made of 70% water, 15% preservatives and emulsifiers, leaving only around 15% for the active ingredients that your skin needs. But luckily now, there's fiber skincare. 15 years ago, the scientists behind fiber skincare started working on nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. You know, I I saw that in... um three-body problem. Mm. One year ago, they patented a way of wrapping the nanofiber around oil or liquid-based ingredients. This means they can deliver five times the active ingredients compared to creams or serums as there is no need for water, preservatives, or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is plant-based, anti-wrinkle. It's a set of patches that you use over a series of seven days. You just put these on whenever you would apply your serums and your skin is going to feel tighter in 10 seconds. And over the seven-day program, it has been clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by, get this, 19.4%, a very precise percentage. In fact, Mm. they have a tighter skin guarantee. If your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they're going to give you your money back, no questions asked. You get the tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's Fiber Skincare. 